Have you been wanting to start a podcast for a while now, but something's holding you back? Maybe it's fear of putting yourself out there or confusion about the technology. I'm Sarah Mikatel, and on Podcasting Step by Step, I'll break down how to podcast with a little loving motivation to give you the skills and the confidence you need to finally launch that show of your dreams. Let's get started. People who knew me when I was a kid probably never would have guessed I would get comfortable running around the world on my own or having a podcast for that matter. I was very shy growing up and like many kids, I imagined I would live next door to my parents and I can't remember if I thought about traveling that much. I remember coloring on St. Patrick's Day and thinking I could live in Ireland because St. Patrick chased out all of the snakes and that sounded pretty good to me. And also England sounded good because I heard that the children were very civilized over there and drank tea and that just sounded very calm and relaxing to me. But overall, I was a very sensitive and introverted kid who liked to read and I enjoyed hanging out by myself as much as with my friends, if not more. So I still like my alone time. Having said that, at a certain point in my life, the thought of doing something like going to the movies by myself sounded insane. But why? Are we worried strangers might think we don't have any friends? Why do we care what they think? I mean, we do care usually, but why? Do we think they are doubting our self-worth? That they are feeling sorry for us? Some people might feel sorry for a solo traveler eating alone. And they might also feel sorry for that couple that's glued to their phones, not talking to each other. And for the mom who's screaming at her four children who are running around. But most people who we think are worrying about us or judging us, they're not paying any attention to us at all. We are creating all of this drama in our heads. There is a quote that is falsely attributed to Winston Churchill, but I love it, so I'm going to share it with you. When you're 20, you care what everyone thinks. When you're 40, you stop caring what everyone thinks. And when you're 60, you realize that no one was ever thinking about you in the first place. Our lives are going to be over soon, sooner than you think, maybe even tomorrow. Do we want to spend our final days hiding because someone we don't know might not like the sound of our voice on a podcast. I hear that one a lot. Or what would people say if I left this comfortable job to go work at a cafe in Mexico? They would think I was crazy. Or I really want to date this person, but I am afraid of what people will say because of X, Y, Z. Other people don't have a vote on how we live our lives. And we can't live for them because the adage is true. Our biggest regrets in life are not going after what might have been. A number of years ago, a woman named Bonnie Ware nursed patients in the final weeks of their lives. In that brief time she had with them, she really connected with them on a very powerful level. I mean, facing death is obviously a very complicated and emotional transition. And Bonnie talked to her patients about their biggest regrets and what they would do over if they could. And she published their responses in an article and then later a book called Regrets of the Dying. Here are the five most common regrets. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. 
I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. I wish that I had let myself be happier. Bonnie ends her article by saying, Life is a choice. It is your life. Choose consciously. Choose wisely. Choose honestly. Choose happiness. Did this give you chills? Happiness is a choice. You can choose to be brave. Changing how you act changes who you are. Do something this week that scares you a little. Let yourself be happy. Call a friend. Express your feelings. Stop working so hard. None of it is going to matter in the end anyway. Be true to yourself and don't worry about what other people expect. Keep podcasting. Keep sharing your message. Your voice matters. Thank you for listening to Podcasting Step by Step. You are now one step closer to launching that podcast you've been dreaming about. But I want to get you even closer. I created a free guidebook for you with actionable worksheets called Eight Mistakes New Podcasters Make and How to Fix Them. To find that, head on over to saramicatell.com slash fix. Hey, let's continue the conversation. Head on over to my blog on Substack for more content on how to thrive through better communication, stoicism, and global exploration. That is right. Blogging is cool again over on the Substack platform. There you can chat with me in the comments and I have plenty of bonuses for paid subscribers or you can just read for free. So click the link in the episode notes to access the Substack Live Without Borders.